From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, December 23rd, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine's veto of a bill limiting the health department's ability to fight the pandemic will stand after Republican lawmakers wrapped up their two-year session without making good on a veto override threat. ONN's Dave James has more. The bill that DeWine vetoed three weeks ago would have allowed the Ohio legislature to adopt resolutions to rescind health department orders aimed at preventing the spread of contagious diseases such as COVID-19. It would also prevent the state health department from implementing regional or statewide quarantines. The measure was one of several that Republican lawmakers passed this year, trying to limit the governor's coronavirus protection efforts. Dave James, ONN News. It's still unclear how Governor DeWine might handle Ohio's Stand Your Ground bill. Yolanda Harris has the story. Lawmakers passed Senate Bill 175 and sent it to the governor's desk. But the governor hinted he might veto this legislation. It would give Ohioans the right to use lethal force in self-defense without having to retreat first. Governor DeWine is pushing for other gun legislation like improving background checks and toughening gun laws. I'm Yolanda Harris. One of the most corrupt pieces of legislation ever voted on in the state legislature remains intact despite calls to have it repealed and replaced. Kevin Landers explains. A Franklin County judge on Monday blocked the collection and distribution of the House Bill 6 nuclear bailout fee, which Ohio ratepayers were scheduled to start paying next month. Now, state Representative Bill Seitz of Cincinnati has offered a tweak to the language of HB 6. Basically, it would give Energy Harbor a one-time pass on collecting those HB 6 fees. Right now, Ohioans will not be able to be charged those fees until March because of the judge's order. But what happens after that remains unclear. I'm Kevin Landers. The mayor of Columbus says an officer who shot and killed a black man holding a cell phone early yesterday morning did not activate his body camera beforehand. Mayor Andrew Ginther said the result is that an automatic look-back feature captured video of the shooting, but not the audio. Ginther called that unacceptable. I am deeply saddened frustrated, angry, demanding answers of what happened in our community, and I am committed to transparency and accountability in our division of police. Ginther said the officer has been removed from duty and his gun and badge turned over. The shooting happened shortly before 2 a.m. after city officers responded to reports of a man sitting for a long period of time in a car. That officer reportedly has a history of infractions, including some for excessive force. A suburban Cleveland girl is taking a bold step today. Laura Queso has her story. Shaker Heights 7th grader Josie Bullock is on a mission. I want to help the world. I want to help rebuild. She's volunteering to be part of the Pfizer vaccine trial for children 12 to 15 years old. I'm 12. I'm scared of needles. I don't like vaccines, so that's kind of a given that I'm a little nervous. Her mother, Kathy, feels the same way. I felt nervous about it. It's like every parenting decision you make, it's a risk balancing. Of course, it's 50-50 whether Josie gets the placebo or the vaccine. I'm Laura Queso. In Cincinnati, an Ohio River bridge damaged by fire has reopened to traffic between Kentucky and Ohio. ONN's Dave James has the story. Traffic began moving on the Brent Spence Bridge yesterday afternoon. A fiery truck crash closed it on November 11th. A six-week project repaired and restored the bridge between Covington, Kentucky and Cincinnati. Kentucky used $12 million in federal emergency funds for the work. Dave James, ONN News. 
And the stimulus bill approved by Congress this week that would send $600 to most Americans is being criticized by President Donald Trump. Yolanda Harris has more. The bill still has to be signed into law by President Trump, and he posted a video suggesting he may not sign it, calling it a disgrace. I'm asking Congress to amend this bill and increase the ridiculously low $600 to $2,000 or $4,000 for a couple. It is unclear if Congress will take the president's recommendation or try to override any veto he may issue. I'm Yolanda Harris. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, both Democrats, say they support the larger stimulus checks. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.